the episode that you're listening to called Stretch Yourself is representative of how our recording went really because it was one of those days where technology just wasn't on our side. The first time that we had it planned for the recording, things just weren't going great. I don't know why. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know if it was the internet. I don't know if it was a signal. I don't know what it was. And the the conversation with, with the guest, the audio sound literally disappeared. So we had to just abandon that first recording and and get it rearranged and and this is what you what you're going to be listening to. And Donna was an absolute trooper for persevering and it just goes to show that the type of strength that that she's got um not just with the strength with the pilates but just that inner strength that we all need sometimes and and I've certainly needed during these these recordings um doing a podcast is a brand new experience to me it came out of lockdown um it started out of lockdown and it will grow to wherever it goes i just wanted to say a massive thank you to the people who've listened so far it's been so nice to have such nice feedback from people i've really enjoyed doing it i am enjoying doing it and i'm learning something new on every single episode um I've now got a new microphone, so that's getting used, and I can't wait to be able to do some recordings where I've actually got the guest in the same room as me. So far, they've all been done remotely, and every single one of them has been absolutely fantastic with it. They've they've all learned to embrace podcasts and the technology associated with it. So thank you to every single one of my guests so far, and I hope you enjoy today's episode, which is um, an interview with a very nice lady. Thank you. Hi, on today's episode of Reiki Adventures, I'm joined by Donna, who is a Pilates instructor. Hi, Donna. Hi, Jenny. Thanks for coming along on today's podcast. Um, I actually spoke to somebody recently about yoga, and I think for a lot of people, if they've never done yoga and they've never done Pilates, they they might think that they're, they're very similar. So what, what would you say as a Pilates instructor is the difference between yoga and Pilates? I think with yoga, it's often um, sort of a lifestyle where people uh, use it and choose it to either follow a path um, for relaxation, mindfulness. Whereas the Pilates, although we have all those sort of things in that, it's also more for posture and corrective um, exercise really of the body you know from when we perhaps lean forward when we have back issues when we have knee issues it's about mobilizing the body and keeping moving um sometimes from a functional position sometimes from um, a corrective position whereas yoga would be holding poses longer and you know using your breathing more and your mindfulness more and pilates got started by by, that's where the name comes from, isn't it? Joseph Pilates, because his reason for, for starting it was he's got quite an interesting story, hasn't he? That's it. Yeah, he started out, he was a child with polio and he wanted to strengthen his body. And often people think that Pilates is very relaxation, relaxing, which it can be. Certainly, there's lots of paths you can go down, but he used it because... Um, he needed to really strengthen his body and then he took those practices forward and he had his own Pilates studios and when you actually look at some of those 
um, sort of contraptions he used, they almost looked like instruments of torture. And he was quite harsh, really, on some of the moves he did, whereas we now take it a little bit more functional. And many, many years ago, people were very upright, and now we're very forward-flexed. So we perhaps changed the exercises with still the principles of the Pilates um, method behind it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people at the moment, especially in, in these lockdown times, people are working from home more and they might not have the ideal setup for their office environment with how they're working and that. Um, there's a lot more people, I think, suffering with being hunched up over desks and shoulders and posture related things at the moment, isn't there? But Pilates is, is quite a good one for, for sort of helping, I guess, iron some of that out, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. If you've got like a non-specific back condition. So again, it just comes from lifestyle that maybe again, you're hunched over, like you say, your neck stiff, your back stiff. It's using um, some of those principles and getting people to sit better, to stand better, to use their core muscles um, and use the body really as it was functioned rather than just hunched over. So it can be really, really beneficial for people, like you say, that are in situations and then it can just um, go on beyond that, you know, for specialised conditions as well. And I, I was looking on, online before I spoke to you and it was talking about the, the principles of Pilates about um, because breathing is a very big element of Pilates, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I start off, um, especially in your beginners group, people are just really trying to focus on actually doing the exercise, doing the move. So rather than sort of stressing people out, I just tell people to actually breathe naturally. And then we start to put your breath out with a move, your breath in with a move, so that it, it works the diaphragm different. And we breathe what we call laterally. So instead of sort of rising the rib cage up really, really high or arching the back, we're using lateral breathing out through the side of the rib cage so it becomes a little bit more functional and that we really have that engagement of those core muscles rather than telling people to hold everything in really, really tight. That wouldn't work naturally through life. So it's just breathing more functionally and thinking about the uh, sort of inner workings of the body, as it were. And when somebody comes along to a Pilates class and they're, they're starting out as a as a beginner, um, you always kind of offer a, a range of level of moves that people can do, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, you'll find that some places will offer sort of a beginner's Pilates session and an um, um, intermediate and an advanced. You'll also get people with um, maybe a back condition. So you'll have those specialist groups. But then if you were coming maybe to a leisure centre or a generalised group, yes, definitely offering you know, taking people to a first level to get them to really engage into what we call our neutral spine, to get people to really focus on their breath and the move rather than maybe from an aerobic perspective of just getting the heart rate up and just moving. We try and get people to really think about the move and using, um, like you say, their breath and that sort of grounding really, because often people think, well, I'll just extend both legs away from me, but I'm arching the back and I'm pulling and I'm straining. So you're not really working anything in a in a progressive way or sort of restorative way as well. Yeah, and you, you can sometimes get, it's like, a, a I don't know, I kind of think of it as like a wobble feeling because you're trying to get the move, but you're not quite there somehow. And, and that's often when, when somebody like yourself would come along and just give you a little bit of a tip or a, trick that you know that would 
demonstrate that they're, they're not quite there with the move and how to get it more Absolutely. correct yeah and again sort of going back to when people when you say to some people will lift one leg away from the floor and they think well that's really easy but they're maybe not aware of what's going on through the back and through the tummy and again that comes down to your breathing and your neutral spine um, against you know some people want to rush it and take both arms both legs up in the air and it's really about getting this is where that maybe the mindfulness comes in as well and really to think about it and really focus on putting when you start to put the breath with your move you start to slow it down a little bit and then it becomes far more powerful and far more effective and even for something you know lifting a hand and a leg away from the floor some people say well I can do that all day long but can you do it if you were perhaps in a really confined space so that you were keeping really really level or is it that you're wobbling all over the place and again it's just getting people to work um really mindfully and um you know like you say it would be me coming along and maybe slowing that move down and sometimes people don't like that but it, it's where they want to take it it's it's their work at the end of the day but it is about you know trying to get the most um, effective move for them even if it is slowing it down or making that move a little smaller yeah yeah it's about it's about progression isn't it absolutely no doubt about it yeah and it's wonderful when people suddenly the light bulb moment comes on and they think right yes I get it now I'm not straining I'm arching and I'm actually getting so much stronger by taking it steadier and then you build up that progression and you feel better you stand a little taller you may find that then your um back feels stronger you feel better when you're sitting you're able to get out of the car much easier um standing up straighter things like that how long do they do they sort of somebody need to commit to doing pilates before they start to see that that progression and being able to sort of get into the the flow of the class and knowing the moves how long does it sort of normally take somebody well it, it depends really because I mean some people um are already doing exercises and they'll they'll notice that if they're linking it in with other things as well they might find within four to six weeks they're feeling stronger other people again it, and it depends on your fitness level it depends on your body it might be that you've got lower back conditions and you start to feel the benefit literally after two or three sessions because you're carrying it forward and it's not just about the 45 minutes or the hour in that class it's about maybe two two sessions a week or it's about doing home practice as well and how often should somebody go to a pilates class to sort of get the get the best out of it so how many times a week yeah probably twice a week and then if you can do some home practice as well. I mean, by all means, do, do Pilates every single day. Um, it's definitely got those benefits from the mindfulness, from the, the strength, the posture, the core work, um, and to be fitter and stronger through life without any impact on the joints, which again is really important. And then you'll, you'll obviously progress quicker, or you might just maintain a good, um, a, a good level. It might be that maybe you never get past one particular thing. And that's okay too. Um, so if somebody's never been to a Pilates class before, um, how long does a class normally take? Usually a class is anything from 45 minutes to around about an hour. And that would be your setup and sort of a little bit of relaxation. And 
again, everybody's different, you know, whichever instructor you go to. But and sometimes it might be that, that instructor is going to be what we call sort of mat based. So you're down on the floor an awful lot. I like to get people standing as well as down on the floor. Um, and then that way it gets you really focusing on balance and again, posture before you come down to the floor. Because sometimes as soon as you hit the floor, people start just either sinking down into the floor or getting that bad posture and balances everything as well. So that's really important. What do you do besides the Pilates then? Oh gosh, all sorts. Um, I teach uh, sort of conditioning classes, weights classes, um, aqua classes by the pool. I do boxing type classes, um, lots of different cardio. So I, I do different types of sessions. Yeah. There's, I do some pre-formatted ones called Hour of Power and Pio. I teach kettlebells. I do you know, total toning classes um, with all sorts of different names and I use all sorts of different <coughs> props in them. So yeah, I do all sorts of different classes. Yeah. Online, I've been teaching about 17 sessions a week wow. and about six of those have been Pilates and then the other 11 have been other different types of classes. Yeah. So what, what's the aqua class? That would be in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it would just be obviously at a pool and you know it's just teaching an aerobics class or a fitness class in the water thank you so much for coming on today's podcast we've really enjoyed talking to you about pilates and we look forward to getting back to a class soon that'd be fabulous thank you very much it's been lovely talking to you too you're welcome <laughs>